Hey, what's up, listeners? My name's Tyler, and you're listening to Horror's Home. Today, I'll be ranking the Scream franchise from my least to my most favorite. This will mostly be a spoiler-free episode, just in case of people that are listening who haven't gotten to see all the films yet. Just to go over the franchise, the first Scream came out in 1996, followed by Scream 2 in 1997, Scream 3 in 2000, Scream 4 in 2011, and the latest entry titled Scream in 2022. Also unrelated to the film series, a three-season TV series ran on MTV in 2015 to 2016, with the third season airing on VH1 in 2019. I enjoyed the TV series, but it was severely lacking influence from the films, both in content and references. It was as if they used the Scream name just to have some kind of fan base even check it out in the first place, but then there just wasn't anything that had to do with the movies. Even the first two seasons, it was a different kind of mask. I enjoyed the the show. It just didn't have what I would call like a scream movie, especially because they didn't reference the characters. They didn't reference the stab movies. They didn't reference like Gale Weathers or anything. Like there's nothing that indicated like it was in the same universe or at all. But moving on, the film series legendary characters include Sidney Prescott, played by Nev Campbell, Gale Weathers, played by Courtney Cox, and Dewey Riley, played by David Arquette, with the first four films being directed by horror master Wes Craven, who passed in 2015. The newest Scream was directed by Matt Bedinelli-Olpin and Tyler Gillette, who also directed Ready or Not. Now I'll take a quick musical break before ranking the Scream franchise from my least to my most favorite. Starting out with number 5 is Scream 3. The film takes place three years after the previous film and follows Sidney Prescott, who has gone into self-imposed isolation following the events of the previous two films, but is drawn to Hollywood after a new ghostface begins killing the cast of a film within a film, Stab 3. Written by Aaron Kruger, instead of Kevin Williamson, who was unable to write this film due to other obligations, this film is my least favorite due to its notably more humorous story which this was partially due to the studio pushing for less violence following the events of the Columbine shooting at the time. Nev Campbell also was working on other projects at the time, so her schedule limited how involved she could be with filming, resulting in why we saw so much more of Gale, Dewey, and the newer characters. This film was also originally meant to conclude the trilogy and story for these characters, but its mixed reviews led to the eventually fan-called-for Scream 4 11 years later. It's still a fun movie, it's just very different in style and just it didn't meet the horror notes and like just the violence and even the meta-ness the meta-ness was there because it was taking place in hollywood and they're making a movie within a movie but it i don't know it just felt a little played out at this point a couple years had gone by since scream 2 but it just didn't hit the same notes as the first two movies so that's why it's my least favorite scream movie even though i still like it Number four on my list is Scream 2, which takes place two years after the first film and again follows the character of Sidney Prescott and other survivors of the Woodsboro Massacre at the fictional Windsor College in Ohio, where they are targeted by a copycat killer using the guise of Ghostface. I was glad to have Randy Meek's character return among our main three legendary characters from the first movie. 
He was such an important piece to the first film and its meta formula. The sequel fell very in line with the first film due to its filming immediately following the original. Also returning writer, returning cast, and returning director Wes Craven, of course. The killer's reveal fell a little short, in my opinion. But getting there, the kills and its mystery were just as enjoyable. You can easily t watch this movie back-to-back -back with the first one. As I've already stated, the third one just feels a little odd out. So I'm glad that the fourth one came along eventually. But no, the first and second one go very hand-in-hand. -hand, both in style and just the atmosphere. The... Uh, just timepiece that they are. I really enjoy the first two back to back. Number three on my list is Scream 4, which takes place on the 15th anniversary of the original Woodsboro murders and involves Sidney Prescott returning to the town after 10 years where Ghostface once again begins killing students from Woodsboro High. 11 years since Scream 3, this film to me felt like a nice return to horror that was very well captured in the original, but with a modern take. The opening, which mentioned long running franchises, the calls involving newer films and classic remakes, the use of social media slash technology at the time, all of that on top of returning to Woodsboro, I truly enjoyed the newly added cast of Emma Roberts, Hayden Painter, I'm not sure if I'm saying her last name right, and Rory Culkin, as well as others playing parts that reflect characters of the original. Like there's a Randy Meeks kind of character, it's one of the kids from the um, video club, but this movie is just very dark, and like I said, the modern take on it, I just felt like it was very fitting at the time, and Wes Craven, I think the movie he did before this was My Soul to Take, and it was very similar style, but just having Ghostface back and, and not being so colorful and so humorous and silly, like it was bloody and violent. I really enjoyed Scream 4. Number two is Scream from 2022. This film takes place 25 years after the original Woodsboro murders when yet another ghost face appears and begins targeting a group of teenagers who are each somehow linked to the original killings. This film had choose to fill as it was the first without any involvement from the late Wes Craven. The duo directing it as well as the writers and then Kevin Williamson producing the film killed it, no pun intended. It really felt like a love letter to the original, not to mention that the modern take on topics such as elevated horror, requels, which have become more common, and branching out of the franchise where the TV series failed by involving a new main character, but also involving legendary characters from the past for respectable continuation. With the dialogue, kill scenes, and extremely looming shots, the film gave Ghostface much more of a personality than I've seen before. The new cast themselves did an incredible job in seeing so many familiar faces, such as Dylan Minetti from Don't Breathe and Goosebumps, um, Jack Quaid from The Boys and Jenna Ortega from You and The Babysitter 2 only added to my excitement. I felt like that's always just been a thing with these movies is just seeing like people who have already like worked in horror, like just being able to step into this franchise. I just think that's really fun. Um, the guests of the killer's identity bounced around quite a bit as they really stepped back into the meta craze with this story. But by the end of it, I got half of it right with my first guess. This was a really close choice between this and my number one pick, though. I absolutely love this movie, and I can't wait to see where they're going to take this story from there. But for my number one list, it's, of course, the original Scream from 1996. It follows Sidney Prescott, a high school student in the fictional town of Woodsboro, California, who becomes the, t the target of a mysterious killer in a Halloween costume known as Ghostface. 
Scream is heavily referred to as reigniting the slasher genre. Freddy, Michael, and Jason had all suffered from franchise fatigue at this point, but the meta-take was exactly what the genre needed to recapture the fright of a masked, blade-wielding killer. The story wanted to identify the tropes, point out flaws, then either ignore them completely or watch the characters still manage to fall back into them. So many references to past horror films, as well as iconic scenes or lines of dialogue that this film created alone. Not to mention that not only did the film unknowingly at the time create a horror icon ghost face, but the f- forever ingrained characters of like Sydney, Gale, and Dewey. Not many slasher franchises can say that they kept the main cast as long as Scream did. A Scream 6 has already been greenlit and is supposed to start filming this year with a March 2023 planned release date. I try not to spoil too much of the stories or reveals, but if you haven't seen the newest film, I highly recommend that you check it out. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at at Home and like the Horrors Home Facebook page. I'll be posting more stories on there about some of the films I've been watching, like X and Studio 666. As always, my name's Tyler, and thanks for listening.